Welcome back to the Baseball Plug. I'm your host, Micah Fleischman. Alongside me is my co-host and good friend, Nick Barron. Nick, how's it going? I'm doing very well today, actually. Uh, Dodgers are making up some some games on the uh, Giants. Uh, Padres don't look like the Padres anymore, and it looks like the cream is rising to the top as we wind down the baseball season. How are you today? Good. Got some preseason football. First week of high school is in the books. Nice. So, you know, we're chugging along. You know, I, before we get into it, I, I was wondering. So I got my high school schedule. So, you know, this podcast is about baseball, but we can talk about what's going on in our lives, too. I get out of high school at 350. I start at 830. Like, if I were to start at 930 and get out at 350, okay. But I'm I'm getting on three that seems a little extreme, no? That is a little extreme. I even if I would start at 8 30, I feel like I would be getting out at three o'clock, not three fifty. What time did you get out of, of high three school? Three o'clock. And you started when? At eight o'clock in the morning. Okay. So yeah. you you only you would only start a half hour after me, but get twenty extra minutes or fifty extra minutes. Well, twenty then, extra minutes because I start a half hour later. Yeah, no. and then um, yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, and then uh, my last year of school, I mean, I would get out like two o'clock because I wouldn't have a late period. So yeah, oh, yeah. That, that's a little weird. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Whatever. Uh, we're just gonna talk about who's hot and who's not. So let's dive in. So for hot teams, we'll start off with the hot teams. The three teams we're going to cover are the Braves, Yankees, and Dodgers in that order. So we'll start with Atlanta, Nick, an August record of 15 and three. They have eight straight wins. They've taken over first place in the NL East. They've got a five game cushion. What have you seen from this Atlanta team? You know, they're playing with more sense of urgency, especially uh, I think a lot of us thought after Ronald Acuna Jr. went down with a torn ACL, they would just kind of say, you know what? It's just not our year. Let's uh, maybe not completely sell, but let's stand pat. But no, instead, they go out and get three new outfielders. Because remember, Marcelo Zuna is also still caught in his troubles. So they got Jock Peterson, Adam Duvall, and uh, Jorge Soler. Uh, Jorge Soler. And they're killing it right now. Uh, Freddie Freeman looks like MVP Freddie Freeman again. He's hitting the ball all over, all, all over the place, pulling the ball a lot more. He had a cycle, I think, last week. Uh, so, you know, they're just doing really well. And now they're playing the worst team in baseball, the Baltimore Orioles. So that helps. Yeah, they're about they're, – uh, with this win over the Orioles, the Orioles will drop 19 straight games. You just can't imagine watching their team for three weeks straight and just – losing that many times in a row I feel for Baltimore fans but no you you touched on Peterson Soler and Duvall and uh this was this article was written I believe a couple days ago Peterson 107 OPS plus Soler 107 OPS plus and Duvall with a 102 OPS plus they've all performed above the major league average since joining the Braves and I mean this was kind of like a dead outfield you know once Acuna went down it was Heredia, and I, I don't really know, to be honest. I mean, o- Ozuna was playing left. Uh, I mean, they designated Enderanciarte for assignment. I think he was going to be their center fielder. And Acuna was playing right. And, and then... Yeah, but Ozuna left before... Uh, yeah, Ozuna I know. Down. 
I know, but but when Ozuna went down, it was Heredia and Almonte. That's not a good outfield, and like no, it's not. And and you know the the Braves outfield was supposed to be pretty good. I mean Acuna and, and Ozuna when they're both healthy. I mean we know what we know what Acuna can do. Ozuna's an elite hitter. You know, say what you want about him as a person. I, I don't agree with him as a person. He's, he's a dick, but he's a good hitter. You know, so. It, it, they 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 got thrown a curveball, no pun intended, and, and they adjusted. They were sitting fastball, and they adjusted to the off speed, and the, that's what they did. They went out, they got Duvall, um, they went out and got Sawyer and uh, Peterson, and yeah, they didn't. Yeah, give one, up a whole one lot. of the things, one of the things I really think that helped them out too to decide what to do with the deadline, which obviously they ended up buying, is that their division is so mediocre. I mean, at that yeah. time, you only had the Phillies. And the Mets ahead of them, and the Mets have completely fallen off since we'll they've talk been about in them this... later. Yeah, we'll talk about them later. Uh, but they've been in a gauntlet of a schedule lately. And then the Phillies, I mean, they won eight straight, but then since then, I think they've lost like seven of ten or something like that. So those two teams are just as mediocre as it as it'll ever get. And the Braves said, Hey, you know what? We got a chance. Let's go all in. Yeah, I mean. We were talking about this this NL East division being a juggernaut. Like we thought, the Nationals could have been contenders. Certainly, the Braves and the Mets. And and this division has been the worst in baseball, like by a by a lot. You know, for sure. I mean, yeah, we mentioned the Nationals. The Nationals had a fire sale at deadline, so that opened another opportunity for the Braves to say, "Hey, you know what? We think we're still the best team. We still got the MVP from last year. So let let's get going." Yeah, and they got going. I mean, the pitching's been been okay. You know, they don't need their pitching to be elite. They just need their pitching to be good, because that offense is really good. Even without Acuna, the offense is still great. I mean, Albie's having an incredible season. OPS over 800, 20 plus homers. I think he's leading the league in RBIs. He's top five, definitely. You know, they they've got studs on that team. I mean, uh, Austin Riley has finally hit. Well, they, we've been waiting for that for God knows how long. And and he's come around. Dansby's got the most home runs in a in a season for a shortstop in Braves history. So, you know, good things are happening for Atlanta. And yeah, I, mean, I, I told you they were going to be good. I, I, I had faith in Atlanta from the get-go. Do I think they're going to be good as, as good as they were last year? Do I think they're going to, you know, go to the NLCS? Uh, and go to game seven? No, but I think they're going to make the playoffs. I can't yeah, see them. I, think, I, I They got a chance going to the NLCS because then they'll have to face uh, the Brewers, and I, I just don't trust the Brewers, honestly. I really don't. Well, you we really don't have the Dodgers going to the NLCS, do you? No, 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 because the Dodgers are, the Dodgers would play the one seed anyways if they win the wild card. No, it I know, be, but I'm saying the, because the two three seed is. Yeah, I know. Play. That's the NLDS. I'm talking about the NLCS. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you said you don't think the Braves will go to the NLCS. I think they will because they'll be playing the 2-3 matchup instead of the 1-4. Oh. Yeah, you know, that actually makes more sense. Huh. Look at that. Yeah, okay. So, uh, good for the Braves, I guess. We'll talk about the Yankees now. So, let's let's talk about the Yankees. Um, they when When they went to Boston, they dropped three out of four. And that was – I remember texting you, Nick. I, and I said that they could have easily taken three out of four and they could have swept that series. 
because they had the Will Weisinger implosion. They had Chad Green implode. They could have easily swept that series, but they dropped three out of four. And most Yankee fans were like, fuck, we're screwed. Like that we're so far out of this division. It's gonna be it's gonna be impossible to win it. It's gonna be nearly impossible to to get the wild card. And you know, they they did what they were supposed to do. They played above 500 ball against worse teams than them. And then about I don't know, like like uh, even just a couple days ago, the Red Sox came into town and they swept them. Swept them. Awesome. Fucking incredible. Because they had sucked against the Red Sox. They had like two or three wins against them all year. And they swept the doubleheader and then they won the next day. Let's go. Oh, shit. No. Giants lost by four. I thought it was the other way around. It's okay. It's preseason. Um, they, they swept the Red Sox. And then they took that, that they took second place, so they got the wild card spot. And then the White Sox did their bidding for them. They beat uh they beat the A's. So the Yankees took the first wild card spot. And now they've got a game and a half over the A's. And now they're only four games back of the Rays, who they have played very well against. However, the Yankees have been hot. The Rays have been just as hot. Not not just as hot, because the Yankees have been the best team uh, over the past three, four weeks. But the Rays have been right there. And the Yankees are only four games back. Four and a half because the Rays are about to beat the, uh, the White Sox. But um, the Yankees took care of business, you know. They lost that heartbreaking Field of Dreams game where Zach Britton imploded. Then they went to Chicago and took care of business, won the next two games. Then they swept the Red Sox. Then they swept the Twins, which is what they're supposed to do. And now they go to play two against Atlanta. And then they go to play a big four-game series against Oakland uh, at in, in Oakland. And uh, just some stats. The Yankees have a 45, uh, plus 45 run differential um, in, from since August 1st. Uh, the Braves have a 42 and the Dodgers have a 58 uh, for reference. Their lineup OPS went from 716 to 782. So their OPS was below league average to over 60 to over 60 points above league average. And the pitching, pitching has been fucking incredible. You know, they lost Cole, they lost Montgomery, both for a, a bit over 10 days because of COVID. Luis Heal has got the most innings pitched uh without giving up a run, 15 two thirds. Tyone shoved. Herman's hurt. Doesn't matter. They're finding a way to win. And uh, what you're going to see is the last three games of the series against Tampa Bay in the Bronx will decide who's going to win the AL East. So you, so you yep. do think that the Rays will cool down enough by then? Well, it's only like... I think it's only four games back right now. They're, they'll, they'll be four and a half because uh, the Rays are about to beat the, the White Sox. But no, I think when, I think when they go into... The last game of the the last uh, series, the the last series of the season, it'll be a two game difference, and the Rays will be ahead of them, and they're gonna have to sweep them. And I think they can do it. I know, I know, it's, I know it's wishful thinking, but like when the Yankees have played well against the Rays before the Gal and the Rizzo trades, before the lineup was so balanced, I know you're seeing what a balanced lineup can do. They Rizzo and Gal don't even need to like perform at a top tier level; they just need to be there, so it splits people up. And just that, just those lefty batters, that, and then that, you know, that 
thought in the pitcher's mind, fuck, they're really good. That that goes that causes the manager to be like, okay, I'm gonna bring a, a lefty in for Gallo. Gallo walks up, here's Luke Voigt. Two run homer. I'm gonna bring a lefty in for Rizzo. Rizzo hits a base hit. Here's Giancarlo Stan, not b- double down the line. You know? And they, they didn't have that. All the all Kevin Cash had to do was Okay, Kittreds, come in. Nick Anderson, come in. Diego Castillo, come in. You know, and it was light work. But the Yankees have, have bounced out. We'll talk about the Dodgers now. Uh, 15-3 is their August record. They are a half game, one and a half games back of the Giants. Nine straight wins tied with the Yankees for uh, the best winning streak in baseball. Plus 58 run differential. Fifth highest runs per game since July 11th was 5.28. Dodgers have been the Dodgers have blossomed into what we all expected them to be. Oh, for sure. I mean, I I think adding Trey Turner and Max Scherzer has really been a spark to that team. I mean, I was looking a couple of days ago. The Dodgers team ERA is just barely over three. Like last I saw, it was that's ridiculous. That's that ridiculous. is that is ridiculous. And then they have one of the best offenses in the game. The only issue with the offense is that obviously sometimes. They're a very boomer bust offense, but they've been they've been better lately. They've been way more consistent, uh, getting base hits with runners on base, with runners in scoring positions. And you know, I gotta tell you, Trey Turner, man, that guy's a difference maker. I mean, he's so fast, he, he's so he, fast. For instance, yesterday in the game against the Mets, which the Dodgers won three to two, Trey Turner had, uh, I believe it was a leadoff double, or maybe it was a single. He had a leadoff hit anyways. That, that's all that matters. And he's at second base. And the next guy up, Max Muncy, hits a routine fly ball to center field. And most guys, you're not tagging up there. Trey that's Turner, right. with his speed, he tags up to, to, to third base. And then the next batter up, uh, I think it was, uh, oh, I think it was the night before, one of the two nights. And then you get a conventional out, but because of Trey Turner's speed, he goes from second to third to home on two outs. So, I mean, that – and we ended up winning the game by one. So, I mean, that's the difference maker right there. I, You know, when Trey Turner comes up to bat, he's like the one guy I have to stop listening to music for because I, I got to watch him. He is so exciting to watch. Yeah, it, like those guys, like – I know Andrew Velasquez, no Trey Turner, Tyler Wade, no Trey Turner, but those guys, those have been spark plugs for the Yankees. You know, the, the little, the little roller to the left side of the infield that they beat out for a single little tapper that they pull up the line. The first baseman has to go and they, 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 they beat the pitcher to the bag. Then they go steal second and they score on a little single. Those are things that like, that's exciting to watch. And boy, does that energize a team? Well, like, like you, oh, you, you don't have to like, enjoy baseball like that like but when you watch a guy like go 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 run 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 and like they fly up the baseline it's fun to watch 100 and then a couple weeks ago trey turner was on first base i think there was one out in the inning and aj pollock hit a sharp ground ball to the shortstop and it barely left the infield and trey turner scored, scored. from first to home yep. like it, it gets me energized it when when he does stuff like that, I'm way more into the game. I think than the I last I think the last Dodger to do that to be someone like that was D Gordon. And a play that, that I've that kind of rings a bell is you remember the uh the ground ball to the right side and it's bobbled by LeMayhew and it'll Gordon will go all the way to second. It was a ground ball to LeMayhew when he was with Colorado and he just like he like 
outstretched and it like clanked off his glove and went like maybe a foot. And D Gordon like literally got to second base. And 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 Vince Scully was like, oh yes. And it's just like it's fun to watch. I don't know. It's fun to watch stuff like that happen. Like, yeah, home it runs is. are great, but like that it's fun. It's entertaining. I I, I enjoy it. The suspense, like, it's gonna make it. What's he gonna do? Cause, yeah, I, I, I mean, like, Trey Turner, since he's been with the Dodgers, he's hitting, like, 350 with us. He's leading the league, I think, the batting average now at, like, 326 or right up there. Maybe just the National League, maybe not the entire, all of baseball. But, um, you know, it's just proof that... Last seven in- games, last seven games, let's play over-under with his on-base percentage, yeah? Okay. All right, let's play, you think, uh, over 400. Over. Over 500. I'm going to go over. Over 600. Over. Is it 502, but his slugging is what I find fun. 714 slugging is hitting 464. His, his OPS yeah, is 1.214. He just hit his first home run with the Dodgers yesterday, yeah. too. Mm-hmm. I mean, it does, he doesn't have to hit home runs to be a spark plug. And it's funny that you brought up that yeah, home runs are fun and all that, but like this is just proof, honestly, that like you don't need to have the home run ball to play well, to play the game. Like a guy like Trey Turner is much more energizing to the team than a guy like a Cody Bellinger who all he does is hit home runs, you know? I mean, but Turner does have 19 overs. Trey Turner is that is is no, it's we- yeah, no, I hear what you're saying, but it's weird because like he's a guy who who you look at him contact speed, whatever, and then you look up and you're like, fuck 19 overs, slugging over 500. It doesn't look right. You know what's really funny about Trey Turner is he's really stolen the show in LA that I keep forgetting we don't even have Mookie Betts in the lineup right now. And Mookie Betts is a top five player when fully healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he should be returning this week is what I'm hearing. I'm hearing he got, he got a second quarter zone shot a couple of weeks ago. Uh, it's the best he's feeling since the beginning of spring. So that's good news for the Dodgers. But I've forgotten about a top five player on the team because the Dodgers have top 10 players at every fucking position on their team. Yeah. And, and I mean, he's really great. And, and Cody Bellinger's played off. Yeah. Like, and Mookie Betts hasn't been hasn't been on the team. And, and, you know, he's made up for that. Like, obviously, you can't make up for two players that great. But, like, the team has played well to where that's not your priority. You're not like, fuck, Cody's got to get going. Like, if they, if they were, like, in a skid and, and Cody wasn't hitting, you have to be like, Cody, dude, you, like, you got to start hitting, dude. Like, we need you. They've won nine yeah. straight. I mean, I can just say the mood around Dodger fans is ever since we got Trey Turner, it just seems like he's almost, like, protection for Cody Bellinger's struggles because no one's talking about Cody Bellinger anymore. It's always, oh, Trey Turner, Trey Turner, Trey Turner. Look at him. He got this stolen base. Look at him. If not for him, we wouldn't have won this game. Like Cody Bellinger can be our eight hitter now and let him figure it out in the eighth spot. And then you got all-stars the rest of the lineup. Yeah, I mean, when you're winning, it doesn't matter. I mean, it matters, just not as much. But when you're losing, you're under the finest magnifying glass. Yeah, for sure. But I mean... I think that was one one of the big reasons we got Trey Turner was Cody Bellinger struggles, and secondly because of Mookie Betts injuries this year. Mm-hmm. But if we can get a healthy Mookie Betts coming back this week, and he stays healthy, and Trey Turner continues what he's doing, I mean, 
all bets are really off to me. I mean, I don't really see the Dodgers stopping then, you know? Yep, let's talk I mean, about it. Look, they, just one last thing. In the last half week, they gained three and a half games on the Giants. Mm-hmm. They're right back in it now. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, the Giants have been have been playing meh, and the Dodgers have been playing great. The Yankees have only gained like a, a game and a half against the Rays because the Rays have been playing the Orioles. So... Whatever, you know, it's it's good that these teams are playing well because it's good for baseball. Let's talk about a team that also in the NL West, the, the, the Padres, they've fallen out of the wild card spot, two and eight in their last 10 games. Uh, August record is eight and 10, uh, 12 games back of the Giants out of the wild card, negative three run differential. They've been horrendous, like really, really bad. What have you seen from them? I, I haven't watched a whole lot of Padres games, but like it's bad, man. Yeah, it, it's uh, bad. It's their starting pitching. Uh, Hugh Darvish's ERA is up to like 3.7 now. His, uh, his back has given him problems all year. Blake Snell has been terrible. Yeah, he's all been year. bad. Um, Joe Musgrove is good, but Joe Musgrove can't be your ace on a championship level team, I don't think. Um, so they're. They're lacking in starting pitching. Wow. Um, <laughs> who would have thought we would have <laughs> I know. I remember I remember we had a conversation when they got Musgrove. I was at the beach and I called you. And I was like, where are they gonna put him? And now he's now he's <laughs> now he's pitching like one of their best pitchers. That's wild. Um obviously the Fernando Tatis Jr. injury has hurt them as well. I mean, he's been back for I think a week now, they still haven't really gotten going, even though he's back. You see, Fernando Tatis is still Fernando Tatis. Uh, Eric Hosmer has been a huge disappointment since he signed that big-ass contract. Will Myers, he just has never turned out to be anything. Um, yeah, dude, I mean, the Padres' only realistic option now is the wild card because – and the second wild card spot because the Dodgers are ten and a half games up on them in the second wild yeah, card Yeah, they can't spot. catch the Dodgers. As you mentioned, they're 12 back in the division. They're, they got no chance. Yeah, they have no shot. Uh, and, I mean, do, I, I I think that they'll take I, – I really do think they'll take that second wild card spot. I can't see that. I can't see the Reds doing it. Mm, I disagree with you. Really? Just, the, you know, the Reds actually have the seventh best ERA in baseball this season. Uh, Luis Castillo has really gotten hot the past couple months. Wade Miley has gone completely under the radar. Like, absolutely, completely under the radar. But he also gets, like, seven runs of run support per game. Yeah, that that's that's the thing, though. Yeah, when, you, when you've when got I, a lead I was like gonna that, get... you can just attack hitters. Yeah, I was I was just going to say, they got a great starting uh, uh, starting rotation, and they have an elite offense where they had two all-stars in both Nicholas Castillo and uh, Jesse <laughs> Nicholas so... Castillo and Nick Castellanos. Keep going. <laughs> Oh, gosh. I'm sorry. Um, at least you know what I meant. But, yeah, I mean, they have an elite offense. So Yeah, I, I mean, I think elite's a stretch, but they have a good offense. Yeah. Actually, I think their offense is like has been right behind the Dodgers all season for the most uh, part. Actually, no, actually, actually, you're right. I stand corrected. They, uh, they have the third best runs per game since July 11th with 5.59. Uh, 0.06 higher than the uh, than the Braves and 0.31 higher than the Dodgers. But <laughs> what what happened to Eugenio Suarez? Man has a 58 OPS plus. 
<laughs> he's hitting under one. He's hitting one seventy one. I know it doesn't really matter. Batting average doesn't matter, but negative war, negative three war. Jesus, twenty three homers. But yes. Yeah, so anyways, for me, I I have more confidence at this point in the Reds than I do the Padres. Let's talk about a team that really nobody has any confidence in. The Mets. Holy shit. What the Mets did it. They messed something up. Like I told you that they would. I told you this wasn't going to be the Mets' year. The Mets' year. I don't know if that's the best way to say it. But like, the Mets' year. The Mets' year. Bro, people were like, oh, Mets run New York. Like, remember when they got indoor? Oh, Mets run New York. Yeah, get fucked. What up? How's third place, bitch? Under 500. That's what I thought. Steve Cohen, I don't. Nah, 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 I'm so rich. Nah, 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 nah. The Yankees buy nah, 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 nah. You're in third place. You're under 500. I don't want to hear shit. You suck. You suck. They suck. Yeah. I mean, as I mentioned earlier, they're going through a gauntlet of a schedule right now. 13 games in a row against they either suck. the Dodgers or the Giants. So. Uh, right now, the Dodgers are 6-0 against the Mets this season. Uh, literally all in the past week, actually. And then they were able to – the Mets were able to salvage one game in San Francisco, but then after they finished today's series with the Dodgers, they got to go back to New York to face the Giants. So um, – and I think that's for four. I think they played three in AT&T so, – or, I mean, Oracle Park. So uh, – yeah, they literally found the worst time ever to go through the gauntlet of their schedule while the Braves are on a nine-game winning streak. Oh, my God. The Mets are seven games back. Two seven and eight and in their last – oh, yeah, seven and a half. Two and eight in their last ten games. What a – holy shit, they cannot win a game on the road. They're 24 and 40 on the road. Jeez, that's yeah. really bad. Wow. I didn't realize it was that bad. That's really bad. Wow. Yeah, it's bad. And their offense has been disappointing. Francisco Lindor has had a career worse year. Uh, Javi Baez just returned today for them off the IL, and he never even got in that many games before he the went Rangers on the IL. 15 and 46 on the road. That's so, wild. Um, Sorry. Yeah, but what are the uh, what are what are the Orioles and Diamondbacks? I'm curious. The now that you're Orioles are 21 and 45 on the road. And the Diamondbacks are 14 and 47, but the Rockies are 14 and 45. The Rockies are 43 and 21 at home. Yeah. They, the Rockies are, uh, the Rockies and the Dodgers have the, uh, are both 22 games over 500 at home. Damn. That's wild. Yeah, that is. Um, but, but yeah, the, the Mets are just, you know, the Mets and the Mets you, suck. You know, you can't recover from an injury like his Jacob DeGrom. You can't. No team can really. The Mets suck. I mean, maybe, the Red Sox suck. I mean, maybe maybe the Dodgers could. If they, let's let's we're gonna play. We're gonna dream a little bit here. Let, let's just say the Dodgers had Jacob DeGrom on top of all their other pitchers. They could survive a Jacob DeGrom injury, but they might literally be the only team who could. Yeah. No, I agree. Uh, so they've just gotten injuries at the worst time uh, and the worst Mets. part of their schedule. And, yeah, that's where they are now. They're not the going are, to the playoffs. because The Mets remember, are trash! They, for the Mets, the Phillies, and the Braves, their best way to get into the uh, playoffs is through the division because uh, they're probably going to have a – they're going to they're gonna have a tougher time if they have to go for the wild card. That's all Mets I'll say. suck! I'm going to clip that so I can play that whenever I want. 
Okay, so that's going to do it for us uh, on this week's episode of the Baseball Plug. I'm Micah Fleischman. And I'm Nicholas Bear. Thanks for tuning in. You can catch us on the Baseball Plug Podcast.com and the Baseball Plug Podcast underscore on Instagram. On Instagram, find me, E N V Y M I C A H, on Twitter, M I C A H underscore 0416. And you can find me on Instagram at Nicholas Golfer. That's N I C H O L A S G O L F E R. And then you can find me on Twitter. At Nicholas Bear Seven and I C H O L A S B A E R and the number seven. Thank you guys all for tuning in. Peace out.